And we're back, Mike Cernovich. And Jay Camp. Great to hear from you, Jay. Always a pleasure. We have a bunch of questions in the pipeline, some health and fitness and some lifestyle. I thought a good one to go on is why, and I'll ask you when you tell me your answer, I'll tell you mine. Why is today the best time in the history of the world to be alive? That's an amazing question. And it's the best time in the history of the world to be alive because technology allows people from all phases and all parts of this planet, right? Like 3,500 miles away, you and I could have a video conversation and connect in a million different ways. And let me give you an amazing story. Uh, to, to the, it perfectly you know, personifies this. Is yesterday, I got a guy who reached out to me, wanted to consult with me, didn't tell me who he was, paid my fees, um, vetted, vetted him the way I do through automation, um, and then I reach out to him this morning and I talk to him and he has major issues. He's a very, very successful person. I will not remain, uh, name him, but I was able to, Mike, in 20 minutes of talking to this guy, and again, he's across the world, by the way. He's in the UK and he's heading to Saudi Arabia on Wednesday. I was able to connect him with a physician and a clinic in a matter of five minutes after we got off the call through WhatsApp and through Facebook, and then I watched these guys communicate with each other, right, over the next 10 to 15 minutes. This guy was like massively suffering from a testosterone deficiency and a lot of other health issues, and now he's gonna be with one of the top doctors in the UK, and it was all arranged in a matter of like 30 minutes, and he's flying to Saudi Arabia where he's gonna be now for 42 days, which he would be, as you know, in the Middle East, completely out of luck, still suffering with his physical problems and his, his issues. And all that was done through the power of technology. When has that ever been in this day and age ever been possible? Yeah, I've become sort of, I don't know, mean maybe isn't the word, but impatient, especially with young men who are like, Bleh, they're crying. I'm like, okay, there's never been another time in the life in the history of the world where a person could be born in just an, a normal life and live the life of a king or an emperor ever. In the history of the world, these whiny crybabies, oh, it's so hard, or the, the ultimate loser mantra is, I wish I'd have been born in another generation. <laughs> no, no, you would have been an even bigger loser in that generation because anything you could ever possibly want to know is available. It wasn't like that. No. Imagine, yeah, that's why I hated being a kid is it was so limited. If you wanted to learn something, maybe you could find a book in your library, but you wouldn't even know what to what to do now, what book to read when you're a little kid. So I didn't know how to start a business. Nobody taught me how to do this when I was younger. I didn't learn until I was in my 30s, really. And even now I'm 41, I, I would say I finally have a really good understanding of it, but all based on stuff that I would learned online, this information was never available before. Mike, 25 years ago, you and I didn't even have the internet. We didn't even have microwave ovens. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I mean, I, I look at these kids of today and it's like, are you serious? Like you remember when you and I had to do a book report or we had to do research and we had to write papers. We didn't even have, we, had, we didn't even have a word processor. When I was a senior in college is when we got a little green screen IBM word processor. I mean, these kids, there's no reason to complain about any of that stuff today, dude. Technology is incredible. As you said, you just said it, you can do anything and you don't even have to have money. You just have to have desire 
and a broadband internet connection. And you and I both know, even in the inner city, people have broadband internet connections for $29 a month. Yeah, people don't, people don't want to execute. And even then, you could type in, I don't want to execute. And you could find some kind of, I don't know, coaching group or mastermind or something. <laughs> it really is like any kind of problem you can think of. Like me, I had a rare skin condition, horrible skin condition. And it took me years. I finally found an answer, fi finally, from the internet. And I imagine if this had happened to me 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, done. I'd still be, you know, looking like huge face and red everywhere because I, I would be following what my doctors told me to do. And I'd be putting on more cream and more cream and more cream. And my doctors would say, oh, now you get on prednisone. And oh, sorry, that's not working. We need stronger and stronger. I, I would be a complete and total mess. And because of the internet, I was able to, to find solutions that, that literally you couldn't. So when people tell me they were born in the wrong era, I'm just like, get away from me. You're the stench of that is, is contagious because if you were born in the wrong era, you would just have to conform to your culture. And culture is always, this is what I don't like about all these people I deal with men. Oh, there's a war on men. Yes, there is crime war. There's always been a war on men. There was a war on black people. Jim Crow era. Try to talk to me about the war on men. Okay, let's talk about Jim Crow or something, right? Act, act like this is somehow new where there's culturally the, the system is rigged against a group of people, that's been all of humanity. It just differs on who's been the victim of the culture. And now people say, oh, there's a war on men. Like, well, I mean, people were drafted into armies, Vietnam War. That To me, that's a real war on men. A real war on men is an old society, bad advertising, men are schlubby. And, and okay, okay, a war on men is you're 18 years old and you're getting drafted and sent off to the Vietnam War. Exactly. That's, that's, a war, that's a war on men. And that was, of course, happening. And the, every time there's ever been a war, men have been drafted and, and rushed into war. So this is the first time where you can actually rise above your station in life, where your past is not your future. And I don't know why people don't find that inspiring. Well, very well said. And that's a great point because you're right. I mean, today we both know we've already done podcasts and we could always talk about it. And obviously I live on this now, but like the war is not on your physical being. It's on your consciousness, right? Like everything around us is anti-human from the food, from the air, from the particulates in the, you know, things that we consume. But as you said, you have the ability to be proactive and you can use the internet to educate yourself and you can do and avoid all of these things that you know are, you know, out there right now designed to harm you. And, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, Mike, we both know, right, it's the corporation. The corporation runs the world now, right? So they don't really care. All that all they care about is making money. So if you as an individual human are, are harmed or indirectly harmed by them, they don't care. It's about making money. But as you said too, and as we're clearly proving, you have the ultimate determinant and decision to do what is right for you and your family. And again, the internet is that ultimate tool that gives you the power to avoid and circumnavigate all the nonsense. And you know, just, just one thing to what you're saying, like it's so true. If you live from 1910 to 1940, your ass had a chance as if you were a masculine person, a man, um, you were literally probably had a chance of under 30%, a 30% chance of survival to the age of 40. 30% chance of survival and people complain about it today. Well, not only that, but there was no freedom. I, I always tell people, read about the War of the Roses and 
how absurd that war was, but the idea that if you were born and you were a fighting age man, you had to go fight because some families were beefing. Or the Hundred Years War, and then even World War One. Right. There's, you know, at least World War Two. You can say that there was a lot of horrific things and everything else. World War One. It's like, wait, why was the U.S. in World War One? And then you read about the machine gun fire, and faces were blown off. Waterhouses. Amputations. You're you're sent off to fight for that. This is the first time in the history of the world where you've had the knowledge and the information. And the culture is always brain. The culture has never said what is best for you. Right. In right. the history of, there, there's a Confucian saying the the tall piece of grass gets cut. There are sayings in the Western world about the hammer, the nail that sticks out gets pounded down. Yep. There's always been conformity. The culture has always tried to make people conform to the things. And this is the first time, like, it, even if you have something really bad, there's still technological process. There's hope. Maybe there's stem cells. Yep. Maybe there'll be some kind of cybernetic organism that you can upload. Maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be something. And it really is just people are pathetic when, when they say that today is not a good time to be alive. There's I mean, a lot of, yeah. Or, or they focus on society, but we, society's collapsing. We all know that. We all know we're an empire in decay. That's just not even, not even interesting. Yes. Yeah. The West is falling. The, they're going to be resurgent countries. China's probably going to, going to be the okay, great. But what does that have to do with the person on an individual level? That on that level, there's never been a better time to be alive. This is how I classify it. It's, it's exactly this is how I classify. It. I've said this a couple of times to my friends when I talk about these, this story, and I know you and I haven't talked about this, but. How many kids today, Mike, in the last 30 years of their life, okay? So let's just classify people under the age of 30. And it's probably fairer to say under the age of 25. How many of those kids, Mike, have ever gone to bed one night hungry? Right. One night. I would say zero. Even the poverty, you know, inner city, minorities, you know, wherever they are, even they have access to instantaneous food. These people today, younger people today, give these complaints. They've never struggled, Mike. How do you build character when you don't know what it's like to struggle? When you don't have want to or desire for better or an innate like drive to like have more or do more or be more. And that's the problem. They have everything, dude. It's all right here from them. And so they become dull to it. You know, it's the whole, they ask questions to hear themselves ask the questions. They don't really want the answers. It's, it's truly mind-blowing to me to see so many people, you know, with a destitute um, mindset or a personality of like, like you said, just ambivalent. Right, like making up stupid stories about how, like, oh, I'm just you know, in the right place at the right time, you know, I'm, I just don't get it, I'm, I'm left behind, or whatever nonsense. I mean, it's just, I see it so many times, you know, and a lot of the young people that I attempt to hire for my real estate team and the people that I interview and I talk to, and then as you and I get the hundreds, if not thousands, of emails from younger guys, it's like, dude, all you have to do is want to improve. Why do you not want to improve? I mean, we all learn. We all have to go through trials and tribulations. As Mike and I have said a million times, it takes 20 years to become master. It doesn't matter what you do. So if you're complaining at 25 or 31 or 18 or whatever, you're not even anywhere near being anywhere close to saying, well, I have some sort of an understanding of the world. Like Mike said, at 41 now, he understands entrepreneurship. He knows how to game online. 
how many people really understand any of that shit until you get to 40? Uh, almost nobody. And I don't care about guys who, you know, become instant overnight famous, you know, success people. Mike and I have talked about already before you lose it. When you don't have an appreciation for it, you don't hold on to it. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the primary, I think the primary issue that people have, and that's just a simple mindset, human mind, and I don't want to go into slave species or anything like that, but <laughs> yeah. the, the human mind is a receptacle for software, right. and the software is your operating system, as Terrence McKenna said, and the software has always come from the power elite, yep. whoever that may have been throughout the years, whether it's the royal aristocracy or spiritual gurus during the times of the hunter-gatherer side or whatever, whatever the case may be, there's always been a, the mind, it's fascinating to me actually how, you're, especially as you see a child, your mind is just there and there's software running. Now, some of the software we can't control because it's almost hardware, it's so ingrained, the biological imperative, right? It'd be great if you could be like a 25-year-old guy and not be interested in women. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're gay men and just work, unfortunately, unfortunately they're just some behaviors that are ingrained, but most of it in terms of, can I succeed? Can I open my mind up? Can I try to do something more? That's all software. And the software now that is being programmed into people is just bad software, but it's always, it's always been best. The software has never been, the software has never been to say, hi, you're an ordinary person you should try to live a better life. Instead, the software used to say, kings rule by divine right of God. Exactly. The only way to become a king is through a session via lineage, by, by the paternal line or whatever the case may be. There, there was never a time where somebody had said, oh, you're, you're a commoner, you can, you can rise up. Except, except in the West, and especially in, in America, and uniquely, that's why when people... Like I have people in Pakistan and in India who listen. I mean, them I'm willing to hear from them. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of tough. That's a challenge. Maybe most people don't relate. Right. People in parts of Brazil, like, okay, I get that. But you're in America yeah. Yeah, or the UK sending me this, just go away. I really do, and I really, I tell them that I'm like, just go away because you're only going to bring the the level of everyone else down. It's so true, man. You just hit the nail right on the head. Can you imagine being born into a caste system in poverty? You can't get out. And people are complaining, you know, being born in the United States or like you said, the UK or any first world nation. Um, it's funny about software. I always go back to something you said when you and I were talking and I think you wrote it in a, in a blog um, way back when about, you said something about like, if you thought that Hillary Clinton was going to be the president of the United States and also was a worthy candidate and you literally had a corrupt operating system and the software in your brain was wholly dysfunctional and that you needed to basically do some inner work and look at things from a different perspective because again like you said your OS is corrupt and that's essentially you know you're right and that's where we get to this day and so it's like we have a choice by obviously the books that we read, the people that we follow, um, you know, the influential stuff that, you know, we, um, I guess, you know, observe and, and, and also um, absorb, you know, just through social media, through whatever forms of uh, media that we consume um, to get to a place where we can actually accept reality, right? And without going into a deeper 
philosophical diatribe on, on philosophy and like why people are the way they are. It's like you do have a choice today to be accepting of what's really going on around you or to be influenced by the mainstream. And you and I both know, Mike, that the mainstream, if that's the path that you're going to follow, then you're going to be misled because their goal is not to inform. Their goal is to sell you shit and to make you a consumer. That's all they want. They want you a debt slave. They want you with a giant mortgage. They want you with a huge car payment. They want you with a giant student loan payment. That's, how, that's the way the world works. So you don't have to be that person. You don't have to make those choices. It's always a choice, man. It's always a choice. Yeah, and you brought up a good point because, yeah, even though we don't talk about politics, if, if you thought about the world rationally, if you thought Hillary Clinton was going to win, or even more recently, if you thought there was Russian collusion, right. even if you're a lefty, a liberal, you should just say, wow, I've been given the wrong info. Right. Okay, whatever is in my mind is just wrong. I need to go in there and debug it and reprogram everything. And people yes. can have their political beliefs or whatever. But to me, that, that's what should have happened. What should have happened is on November, whatever, the president, I think is November 8th, the day yep. after the presidential election, there should have been a collective software upgrade where everyone said, right. okay, all these idiots in the media told me Trump was going to lose. Right. They're wrong. What else are they wrong about? I need to do work on myself. And because this literally was my transformative problem. Kind of thinker, conventional kind of person. But, but then this internet, man, I'm telling you this. I don't know what the hell my problem here I is. I still have you. I still have you. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I, I was a conventional kind of thinker, and then the bailouts happened, and I thought, right. you know, because you had your own struggles and everything, I thought, oh, yeah, people are going to go to prison for this. In my mind, it was like, duh, this is a no-brainer. Okay. <laughs> We're going to see some action here. And it didn't happen, and I thought, okay, bro, you're an idiot. You're a sheep. Everything you were told is a lie. You know, I had a lot of anger at the time because, you know, uprooting that software right. means nothing. That, that's, that's something, you know, that, that's why I don't dismiss people who are angry. If you're like a, just a weakling, I, you, you disgust me. If you're angry, right. I don't want you to be angry, but I'm like, okay, you're making progress because right. exactly. you go from having certainty about the world to realizing it's all a lie. So you're angry at the people who lied to you and your anger is also often a sign of feeling helpless and you realize, oh, I don't know anything now. What the heck? I, so there, there is that, that point where people have a little bit of anger, even rage, and, and I'm compassionate to that because I get it. But that, that did not happen. It should have been a day of rage, not directed at Trump, but directed at the media that had just lied to people and they've been doing it for decades. And it did well, it's, not like you, it's like you said, right? I, mean, I feel you so much, man, the passion that you have. And I, I remember like that was when you went and crime and federalism and you changed everything, everything I've ever been told. Was a lie. And it's just so phenomenal to recognize that. But you're right. Like, you know, it takes courage, Mike. It does. It takes serious courage and bravery and almost a, a sense of bravado to actually upgrade your OS. Right. Like if you've been thinking your whole life of a certain way and then all of a sudden, wait a minute. What the hell's going on, right? And it's like you said, you know, you recognize we were in the matrix. I mean, I kind of always knew we'd been in the matrix. I couldn't figure it out or prove anything, but you're right. That was the most proof we ever had. When you start, you know, you're working like me, you own properties, you're in the real estate sector as a landlord and as an investor, and then you see what they do. 
You see all these people that own property. You see the scam that's going on and you're in it and you're dealing with it and you're like, oh my God, what? This is not real. This cannot be possible. And then, you know, you change your mind. You realize what you're up against and you, you know, you basically upgrade your OS and you start having a different perspective. But you're right, Mike, the average person doesn't upgrade their OS and they stay rooted in the beliefs or the patterns of the past or what they were told or what they thought was real, what the, you know, their college professors told them. And it's sad, man, but you know, there's a world out there today that you don't need to utilize your college professors or what your dad and mom taught you or your uncle or your aunt. And you have to wake up and you do have to recognize what's really going on. But dude, there's a lot of people out there, Mike, they're just not brave enough to change the pattern that they've lived in since the beginning. And, and, they're, and they're always going to be led. So people were, rather than be angry at the media for lying to them about Trump, they switched to Russian collusion, which we now know is a conspiracy theory hoax. And now all these people who believe in that, they're just like, well, what next, masters? Where will you leave me now? They're, they're, it is like a cult thinking where they should be, if, you're, if I were a lefty, because me, I, I used to be more left left wing until the bailouts and I go, okay, even Obama won't go after Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. This is dumb. So that's why I'm not left or right. I'm an economic populist. I care about how is just the regular person making $15, $20 an hour. What's the culture and society doing for them? And people, if they were left, should just say, wow, I've, everything I've been told is a lie. This is pathetic. I believed all this nonsense. And that, of course, rarely doesn't happen. And that's just yet another example of how people's brains are programmed collectively, largely mostly through mass media, because most of what people are angry about, I don't even know is happening because I don't, I don't consume collective media. Same thing. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the fashions are. I haven't been told what you know apparently supreme is this big brand and i'm like okay why would i know this i don't read advertising right how should i know this we're, we're both the same dude you have to be in your own bubble you have to stay insulated from all of that or you're just going to be dumbed down bro you're just going to be brain you know like i call it you know we call it sheeple whatever you want to call it you know i mean i mean the bottom line is is like you do have to like put this like protectorate around yourself and your family your inner circle the people that you do business with and keep all of that stuff drowned out because man it will literally drive you crazy i mean i just watched uh last night the first movie i've watched mike in a long time um a star is born with with bradley cooper and lady gaga and dude I couldn't even watch it, you know, without like attacking what Hollywood is trying to do now with like just sensationally putting all of this like transgender, transhumanism, whatever the hell it is. It's like they just push it in your face. But it's like, I mean, you're right, dude. Like you have to be able to isolate yourself to be successful and to be productive in today's day and age because all the stuff on the outside is fear porn. It's not productive. It's constant like um, panic. It's constantly like try to generate you to be like emotional or irrational to keep you off center. And again, you know, without making this a spiritual uh, podcast, the whole purpose of all of us here is to raise our vibration, man, to collectively influence everyone because we're all connected, right? At a soul level, at a spiritual level, we're all connected, you know, regardless of your beliefs in life. That's just the truth. We're all connected in some way or the other, if you have a soul. I think you could argue there's probably beings walking around here maybe that don't have them. Maybe they're AI. I don't know. But the bottom line is where we're at right now, 
that our purpose as a human being while you're here on this planet is to elevate the vibration of yourself and your family and your friends. Okay. And collectively we want that to happen so that this enslaved mindset that is like you said, controlled by the elites and whoever they may, may or may not be is ended. And we have that capability now. And that's why, again, the whole purpose of this podcast would never been a better time to be alive because you can pretty much do think and say anything you want and not be threatened again in a first world country with murder or incarceration. I mean, you know, there's some extremes. There's some certain things you can't go. I can't go out on my podcast, Mike, and talk about big pharma. <laughs> but, but, but for the most part, you and I can have this conversation and we can say this kind of stuff and you can beam it, you know, to your YouTube channel or wherever we beam this and we're okay. And people can be influenced by it and they can use the information and they can live productive lives and they can enrich their lives. And we are not subject to, you know, unlawful inquiry or invasion of us, our houses or any of that stuff. So just because of that, dude, you're right. Um, I, I want to say one other thing, like literally, because you said it at the very beginning, but <clears throat> if we were a hundred years ago, bro, you and I couldn't even sit where we live in the West coast and have this going on right now. We wouldn't even be able to sit in a place that was like, we're safe from like wild animals. I mean, we didn't have air conditioning. There was not technology. There was not electricity. There was nothing. It was just, you were living in probably like a wild house, like on the plains or, you know, in the gold rush of California. So again, it's like people have to have perspective, brother. It's that simple. For sure. So that's a great way to end it. What you'd be and, and there's a lot of people who aren't, by the way, too. They're, they're currently in a mosquito bite could kill them. Yep. And there are people who are real problems. So I guess the takeaway from this, it is the best time in the world to be alive, at least if you're in the Western world or you're able to get this transmission because there's hope and the world is developing. And if you don't think it is, go away. Don't listen to the podcast because you're going to do something dumb and it's going to get blamed on one of us. Absolutely, man. This has been Jay. Mike Cernovich, Cernovich.com. Thank you, guys.